it is, mi gente. It's your girl, Nina Montañez. Hey, yo, what it do? It's your boy, Brew, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> Welcome back for your second serving. You can catch this every Thursday, bringing y'all your favorite Caldero Talk. Caldero Talk is the part of the show where we introduce you to any guest if we have, bring up our deep topic, and everyone chimes in to dissect and discuss, followed by Reposal. Reposal is how we will close the episode, leaving you all with some positive affirmations, shoutouts, and any announcements that need to be made. With that being said, let's head into our first section. Caldero Talk. Oh yeah, I'm here. What's going on? <laughs> Is that I'm I'm munching on a gummy bear, that's why. <laughs> uh we got a very deep topic that we're gonna be talking about today. We have Juju and Yan Yan. Hey. Hey. hey girls. So if everybody remembers, they were a part of our education in our city episode. Um, a very impactful episode, a lot of knowledge, a lot of gems were dropped. And we wanted to bring them back and have a discussion about what's going on mm. today. So, if anybody remembers, last Friday, there was a protest in Lawrence, Massachusetts for the Black Lives Matter movement. And I want to kind of hear from everybody, like, what did you think of it? Like, how did, it, how did you think it went? Any feedback that you had from it? Any strong opinions that you might have about it? Like... <laughs> Vamos, vamos. Oh, I, I actually called Nina about this. Um, Who are you? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so it's Juju talking. So I ca- I called you. Nina because I was like so lost and I wasn't sure, you know, what is the black collective? Who is organizing this? You know, right. where is it coming from? What is the source? And um, I talked to Nina, I talked to one of my other friends, and he had actually been helping organ- helping them organize everything, but they wanted to remain anonymous. Um, and I respect that because, you know, safety reasons, and you never know, these people are wild and crazy out there. Um, but that was one of my main concerns. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, what is happening? Who is doing this? Um, so that's my, my first thing on that. And I guess yeah. that our friends had told yeah. us, like, because of, like, um, you know, safety reasons, they didn't want to really, you know, put themselves out there. And I did see a post about them saying, like, this is organized by everyone and no one at the same time. Um, so I totally respect it. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, hit us up if y'all need help, Black Collective. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why I was like, can someone point me in the direction of the organizer? Because I'm trying to be in on it. Like, I'm trying to... You know, I'm trying to see some real quick. Right. Okay. That was my whole thing. Like, I'm like, I would love to get in on this. Like, I didn't even know. I don't. E- I didn't even know who to reach out to. I mean, for me, um, like I when um Juju had called me, um, I had said, you know, the only thing that only person I've been in contact with was you know Groundworks Lawrence in order to like hopefully get a cleanup crew in case shit goes crazy because mm-hmm. I didn't want the media would be so quick and the people in our own city would be so quick to, you know, get onto the fact that, Oh, I knew Lawrence couldn't do it. And like, if it had gone left, everybody would have been like, you know, thankfully it didn't. Thank God it didn't. You know? So like I was, 
you know, getting ready with my sister to like start getting together a group, a cleanup group. So that way it didn't distract from the message um, so that we could have just like got up early the next day and clean, like cleaned up the city. But I mean, thankfully that, that that's not what happened. Um, mm-hmm. But I would love to be involved in organizing events like this mm-hmm. and educating people and having open forums and panels and getting other people from other organizations. You know, there's a Black Lives Matter movement in Boston, like getting them in to have conversations. Mm-hmm. Um you know, based on, you know, what can our white allies do? What can our allies do in general? Um, but I didn't know who to talk to. So I'm like, damn, I have all these ideas. Fuck. So, um, yeah, so they have an Instagram and they're basically communicating through their Instagram. So if you hit them up, I'm sure they'll get back to you. But I do want to hear like what you guys thought about the actual protest. Um, in my opinion, it was very peaceful. Mm-hmm. There are some things that I feel could have gone a little bit better. But I mm-hmm. do understand because of the amount of time that they had to put this together. I was very understanding of how some things played out. I liked that they had signs. I liked that they had a sign making station for those of us who didn't show up with signs. Um, they had counselors there, which was very like, I don't know. I, I, I those are things that maybe I would have not thought of. Right. Um, but there was some things that I was like, okay, it's a little controversial up in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think? So we rolled in we rolled in deep a little like we had all of our friends who lived close in the area and we had our we made our signs at home and we walked over and um the first thing that i noticed was like uh the social distance aspect you know in the outskirts everyone was like you know at a good distance and then as we got closer it was kind of um a little bit too close but um i really liked how the setup was with the speakers in the the middle but again like I was a little bit on the outside so it was really hard to hear um sometimes and I don't know I I enjoyed the solidarity I really enjoyed um I thought that we should have done like a little march somewhere because I Mm. you know I just feel like people aren't seeing it and if you're not seeing it you're not aware of it you know yeah I, I think a lot of it, you know, like I Friday after I left there, I saw that everybody was boarding up their businesses. Why? I don't know. But <laughs> I was just like, OK, I guess this is a great way for people who do this type of work to make some money. Um, but I definitely think that we should have marched and got in the streets and like made some real noise. I know that Nina has a story um after the protest they did march down to the mm-hmm. police department. Yeah, yo. It uh, did- it, it, it was it was I think to to go back to the protest at the common park. Yeah, it was peaceful. Um there were a couple things like you know, a couple people that were speaking. I was like, "Yo, chill." Like a couple times they came at people that were in the crowd like calling people out and I'm like, they're literally here either to learn or to, you know, to be in solidarity. So like, I just don't understand. Like at one point, one of the, one of the girls that was speaking had told someone to put their phone away and she was like, put your phone away. You're white. And I'm like, what the fuck does that? Like, oh, I was no. just like, yo, are you serious? Yo, like they're I here did for witness a, a lot of that. Like, I was like, what are you doing? Like somebody, and then nobody in that group, like 
Well, I didn't see if anybody put her in check, but that was like that left like a really bad taste in my mouth. Like, how are you gonna come for the people that are here standing in solidarity and especially like white people? I saw a lot of older white people that hold were on, also hold in on, hold on, pause, pause. Mm-hmm. The guy, I know exactly what you're talking about now that we're talking about it. I remembered. So the guy was standing behind me. The guy that was standing behind me, he's a reporter for the Eagle Tribune, mm-hmm. and he, you know, her comment wasn't wasn't needed at but all. At the all. Eagle Tribune, obviously, if you're from the city, you understand that the Eagle Tribune has a great way of painting us to be these animals. Mm-hmm. So the whole point of no video was because they didn't want the Eagle Tribune to take any footage and, you know, to go and flip the script when they go post this on their website and whatever the case may be. Same thing that happened with, with the Telemundo guy that started to try to, like, roll up that kid and trying to, like, talk to him to get him to like get angry and then the the kids started getting angry and everyone's like yo chill like this is what they want from you this is what they want to showcase there was a so the there was a reporter from telemundo recording and he started talking to one of the people there and i don't know exactly what was being said but the kid you know first he was being you know recorded and then out of nowhere the kid is starting to get angry and starting to get loud and he's like like telling the guy like this is not what what this is about this is about black lives matter da, da, da. and the guy's like but you're not understanding and they started going back at it together and everyone at one point like started to get in the circle like yo what's going on and everyone's telling the kid like this is what they want from you and the camera's rolling the camera didn't stop rolling you know, and that's why everyone was like, fuera, y fuera, like telling the reporter to leave because what you're trying to do is just get footage for your show. Right. You're not here to to be part of the cause. You're just trying to get us to act up. And then once we act up in defense, you know, and to defend ourselves, it's automatically we become the target. We become the problem. Right. I think everybody was ready for that narrative because I saw helicopters. I oh, saw you know, drones. people were just the drones mm-hmm. were ready. I mean, I know before that we had done a huge, I mean, that whole day was pretty special for Julie and I just because like um, the graduates, the Lawrence High School graduates, they set up this amazing graduation where it was like a huge parade all around Lawrence. I don't know who like I did see that. I saw that on you guys' Instagram. That yeah, was pretty good. It was so amazing. So my voice is just gone pretty much from the whole weekend. I'm just yelling at people like, yes! <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So my Yo, voice is gone. Dead um, ass. My my was hurting. I mean, it's like how do you I just don't understand. Like, how do you wait for something like that to happen? Like, because you expect it to happen because Lawrence has a specific narrative that they perform that you want us to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, I was so over that. And I was, I was the only thing I was really proud of. I don't know what's really going on with that whole black um, collective. Um, But I did appreciate that it was a peaceful protest, you know, even though like I be wanting to loot too, you know what I'm saying? I'm mad. Um, I be mad mad and I definitely heard, you know, something on Instagram that says something along the lines of like, yes, this is our community, but at the end of the day, none of the shit is ours. We pay for taxes and if we don't pay for taxes, they're going to take that shit right away. So at the end of the day, none of the shit is ours. What are you talking about? Because we pay taxes, it's ours. (laughs) But let's say we don't pay taxes. Let's say we don't pay taxes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I don't know again like a couple of the speakers that were there I was like cringing because I'm like yo are you mm-hmm. why like why mm-hmm. um I just think that a lot of things could have like, re- like you know read your audience that could like 
And not for nothing, if you're in like a stage area, why didn't you utilize the stage? So one, people mm-hmm. know who was speaking. And two, it was projected outwards so people could hear. This is like simple science shit. Anyways, um, I digress. Um, so the a group of us, like a big group of us actually marched down to the police station. They were already there waiting and, and riot gear y todo. And, you know, I learned more mm. in that smaller group that went to the police station than I, than I did at the common part. And that's no diss to the common part at all. I just feel like more people were heard, like the passion and just like the knowledge that people were dropping behind um what they were doing um at the at the commons at the no, no yeah so at the commons it was more like it ended up being a lot of like you know what's going like what's going on in our city and it's like that's not what we're talking about it's literally not what we're talking about like why are we talking about free housing what what's that gonna do i'm so confused but when we went down to the police station it was like no this is about black lives and like why you guys are a part of the problem and many people let them know like do you even know the history of how the police like how law enforcement even got started and the cops were looking at us sideways like y'all getting into a profession you don't even know where it started where it's them from y'all dumb as fuck Mm. Like, y'all are dumb and this one oh my this one sister oh my god she spoke so beautifully like i was moved to damn near tears like she oh, and i was like where the hell were you i was like where were you at the common park i'm so confused sis why you ain't have a megaphone mm. but well, she then... she went back and forth with the lieutenant and she was like do you even know what branch of the government you're a part of it took the it took the lieutenant two whole minutes two whole minutes to think of the answer to that he get he said it right, but it took him two whole minutes, and we were like, "That's cute that you know it because you've been doing this for years." But what about what about your yes men? What about the other ones in riot gear? Do they know what branch they are? Mm-hmm. So it, and then this 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 white boy came out of came out of the cut and was like, he was like, "There's thirteen, there's thirteen de-escalation um, steps. Cops and cops in America are known to get to let to skip one through six, get to seven, and then jump right to thirteen, which is using your gun. There are he was like, there's twelve other steps before you even put your hand on your weapon, and y'all don't even use those twelve other steps. Mm-hmm. So what is the purpose? And you know what I'm saying? Like those are things that I didn't know. Like I learned those things when we walked down to the police station. Like I wish that that was the same. That was the energy that was you know at Common Park. Yeah. I think I I really enjoyed the solidarity in the common park. Like there was a there was a lot of us there. Right. But you know, I'm glad and happy that you guys took that step to go into the police station. But I'm really confused to the the because you know sorry, I'm trying to catch my words here. But I'm okay. really confused as to like how was it organized and planned um, for us to be there. Like, I think a lot of people were looking forward to doing something as like going into the police station or marching there. So, that so was- we were warned that there were going to be like undercover cops within that big group that was at the common park. So like, basically be careful what you say. So the group of people that I went with, we were like, yo, we're trying to march. Like we trying to, we trying to say, shake some shit up. Like let, we got to do something, you know what I'm saying? But, um, so we're like, yo, the police are already have already sectioned off the street. They waiting for us. We got an open ass invitation to head down there. Why are we going down there? So there was a group, another group of people that heard us, and they were like, yo, we're going with y'all. And we were like, oh shit. So then one of the girls in my group, she led the way. So we all just started walking, and we were like, yo, if you're trying to go down to the police station, follow us. 
and we probably were like 50, 60 people deep and just walked all the way down to the police station. It was that quick. But, you know, we were trying to let the people know with the megaphones, like, yo, give us the megaphone and we'll use it. You guys will not be held liable. We will like give us so that we can let more people know we can rally more troops. But they were like, nah, we don't want nothing to do with that. We don't want nothing to do with that. That 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 dude, Joshua Alba, that man came down over to the group that was at the police station talking about you guys should go home. Boy, what? What you what you mean? He's like, we already had our our message was said. I think we should all we should all go home. But what are you talking about? It, no, I don't think our message will yeah. be sent until policies are made. Exactly. Okay. So I'm like, so I'm like, just because we were sitting in Common Park, like Holy that was again, that was cute. We did the kumbaya shit. That was cute. Bet now let's go, let's go shake shake some shit up. Let's go let the police know we see yes, them and we're gonna hold them accountable. No, and I feel like a lot of people are like, yo, why are we riding in La- why would you write in Lawrence? A lot of our people are policemen, like our police ain't like that. Like, yo, we got a history. Our police are not about? like that. Our police are not like that. We've been put in jail for no motherfucking reason. I have people in my family, bro, that have been put in jail because yo. of mental health reasons, because they had an outbreak in mental health, and now you're gonna put them in jail for whatever many months whatever many years and because you because you don't you don't know how to do your job properly and de-escalate a situation because you're not educated on mental health you know what i'm saying how is it that lawyers have to go to school for four years to get their bachelors three plus years after that and 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 to understand the law and then you got police officers that only have to go for however long that they go and they're supposed to enforce it abide by it and what understand it get out of here there's no way there's no way I also, when you, like, when we left the park, we, we left uh, towards Movement City, and there was these two officers there. Mind you, one of them had the big, you know, the big, like, uh, shield, the bullet shield. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had that, and he had a wooden bat with him. And I heard him, like, one of the officers was like, what, do, like, why do you have all of that? And he's like, I'm ready. He's like, I'm ready. If anything comes, I'm ready. And I'm like... Ready for what? Like, right? I was like, you I'm know what so I'm saying, confused. Yo? Like, you guys, thing, like, like, not you guys, as in as yeah. everyone, but the police are just like antagonizing. And then you know, the the police officers, like the other guys, like, oh, you know, I'm gonna cross, the, I'm gonna stop traffic for you guys to cross the street. And we were all just like, we cross these streets every day. We don't need special, like, we don't, we know how to cross these streets. Right. These are our streets. We don't need people to show us how to cross right. the street. You're not doing us like it, it was a cute gesture, but. Yeah, we all just... You're in full riot gear. You were fully prepared to whoop our asses. Go over there. Bye. Mind you, they didn't even, like, we didn't even stop and say thank you. We were just looking at them like, you guys look super fucking crazy in a small-ass city with riot gear. Right. You look crazy. But but that's the only reason that I'm happy that it didn't go that way, because now we made them feel dumb. But, bro, best believe if we have to go that way, we will, and we will be prepared, like... Yo, so so many of us are so angry. Like I've had so many different conversations. I'm tired of the whole. We went to high school with these people. I wasn't fucking with them at high school. Fucking with them now. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't gonna switch up just because we went. I don't. I got teammates that are on that are on the force. I give a fuck. We're not in high school anymore. And it's not in high school anymore. I know so many people in the force. You know, we all do, right? And some yeah. of them are, like, super close to me. Like, yo, I know if I ever got stopped by these people, yo, I'm all set. But I need everybody to feel like they're all set. That's what I... If I were to give a message to those that are, like, working in the field right now, and you've gone to school with us, you've been in the... You know what I'm saying? you, you Your history is Lawrence history. Then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to... 
make everybody feel comfortable, make everybody feel safe. I'm tired of like, oh shit, there's a cop behind me. Even if it is somebody I graduated with, even if it is somebody I know, I'm like, damn, there could be that second. Like if I did something wrong, you know what I mean? Like they run your plates and you're like, oh shit, I didn't realize. And and even if they do run your plates and whatever the case may be, they're not going to be like, oh, I went to high school with this person. I'm going to help this person out. No, 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 no. I had someone do that. So I re- I I did re-register like register my my plates again or whatever and um I didn't put the sticker on my car and someone that I went to high school with that was a cop ran my plates and she actually texted she didn't have my number so she texted um someone who had my number and was like hey can you hit up Nina and tell her that her registration's expired and I was like no it's not but it was cuz I never put the sticker on the car mm-hmm. but in the system I was I was registered I was good I just didn't put the sticker on the car Mm-hmm. But that that was her. That was that cop looking out, and I was like, "All okay, right, cool." So that time, time out here, you know, you know what I'm saying? Anything. The one time for the one time, I'll give her that. But but I will say that, like I said in the last episode, all police officers take one oath under one law to uh, you know to protect their their citizens and the and the and their residents of their communities, and you know. It's like everyone is saying now, like, yeah, there might be one bad apple, but there's a lot of bad apples popping up right now. There are some jobs that absolutely positively cannot have bad apples. I promise you, Chris Rock said it best. You can't have that'll be like an airline saying, you know, some of our pilots like to land. Mm -hmm. Some might want to crash into a mountain today. We don't know. We got a couple bad apples. He's so right. He's so right. When you think about certain jobs, you there is no room for error, mm. especially when you got other people's lives in your hands. It's crazy, man. So enough of that. That whole bad apple bullshit. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I don't give a fuck. If we went to school together. I don't care. I, like I I it it it's just it's just so much bigger than that. Like it's so it runs so much deeper. And the fact that a lot of these people that are taking these oaths are taking an oath that was probably written uh, fucking dumb long ago and they don't even know the history of law enforcement. You know what I'm saying? Yo, when we were when we were at over at the police station, there was a lady that came and she was burning sage. Yo guys, listen to this. She was burning sage. She just has she was a healer. You could tell. Her aesthetic, everything. She was burning sage. And as we were talking to one of the lieutenants, there was another cop that was laughing at us. And we were and they were, we were telling him, you're like, wipe that smug ass look off your fucking face. Like you look so dumb right now. And whatever. So we're, we're there, we're going back and forth with the cops. And a white cop in the back sees the sage. Yo, didn't he order everybody to rush, to rush in and draw their weapons? Everybody had their hands on their gun running towards us. And we were all trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. And then we looked at the lady that was burning the sage and we were yelling at them like, yo, she's a healer. She's a healer. She's that sage. That ain't nothing. She's just burning sage, like screaming at them. They were dead ass ready to start some shit. Mm -hmm. There's only 60 of us. Yo, we were out. Yo, guys, we were outnumbered by the cops. And that was their reaction to, to someone burning sage. Cops kept pulling up. And then not only that, I believe, I wholeheartedly now believe that I, I believe that regardless, that all the protests that are getting that are getting out of hand and are becoming riots are because of the police. We know this. I experienced oh, it in this city. You know what they is. did the moment we got down to the police station? They had two cops to the left, to the right, and they closed off the street. So we were in a big ass circle surrounded by cops. 50 people surrounded by cops closed, closed us in. 
So did they did they engage with you guys like in conversation? I know you had said that there was a woman that spoke beautifully, you know, and that had the the um what's it called the um the leader say, yeah oh the lieutenant the lieutenant yeah the lieutenant in check like how were they engaging with you guys once you were there oh we spoke and we like they at, at first it was a it was a white it was a white guy that was talking to us and we were like we don't want to talk to you we do not want to talk to you give us somebody that can relate to us. We demanded it. Like we did us for like, no, get us a Latino now ASAP, either a black cop or a Latino in a position of power right now. And they did homeboy came over. He was like, Oh, I'm from the Bronx. And we were like, bro, you're not even from here. Can you, we were just like, I guess you'll have to do like, this is bullshit. And you know, people were, people were speaking on what they wanted to talk about. And we, we asked them like point straight to the point. Like, how do you feel about what happened in Minneapolis? And they gave us a politically correct ass. Like you could tell it was a piece of paper or email sent out to everybody within the, within the precinct. Like, and we were like, no, 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 we ain't asking you for the politically correct way to answer it. We were asking you how you felt about it. And then, you know, they were like, you know, if it was all one of our guys, we would have, you know, we would have, I would have done everything in my power to get him off and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's cute that you say that. But again, we're never going to actually know that. And then I called out a cop that I had an interaction with um, back in February where I had posted that Black Lives Matter and he felt compelled to say, no, they don't. So I was like, bet, I'm going to put in my complaint. I'm going to put in my, I got this, I got the receipts, guys. I got the receipts. So I, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. I, we put in, we put in a complaint and I spoke to the head of that department when it comes to complaints and, you know, having to investigate his like internal affairs. The internal affairs. Mind you, you, the cop that I had that interaction with was there. So we called him out by name. We pointed at him and everything. Yo, body language is real. He was trying to hide behind that shield like if he wasn't seen until Jerrica decides to yell out, you're Dominican, you're black. And when we told the whole crowd what this person had said, the whole crowd was like, oh, word? It was a wrap. It was a wrap. So it's like, and then I had another cop last week hitting my line talking about, Oh, I've, I'm offended by, I mean, I've, I, I spoke about it on my Instagram and, you know, talking to me about how they were offended about, you know, with the video that I had made calling out, mind you, I was calling out Latinos and how they only want to be black when it benefits them. And I briefly spoke about cops and I was speaking about the incident with George Floyd and the white male cops in this country that, you know, are pulling this bullshit. And this person felt compelled to be like, to give me 101 reasons as to why they're a good cop, but in saying it, um, decides to disclose the fact that when they are restraining someone, she, I quote, this person said, um, yeah, do they deserve a punch here or there? Yeah. And I'm like, so you literally just let me know that you're using excessive force for fun. And you think I want to continue to have a conversation with you. You just proved my point. Right. Just because you don't draw your weapon doesn't mean that you're any better than the next person. And then we had other people in our inbox talking about it's hard. Like when you're a good cop, it's hard to be a good cop within the precinct because you can lose your job for speaking out against your peers. So you're a part of the fucking problem. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. You cannot convince me otherwise. You just told me that you would rather stay shut than call out your own fellow brethren, whatever, in blue uniforms because you're, you're going to lose a paycheck. Get the fuck out of here, man. Mm. Wow. 
it's just yo i just rather people not like cops say the fuck out of my inbox you're not we're not doing this stop like i'm not going back and forth i think (laughs) it's like it's really telling to the fact that they're willing to engage with you on like on social media and just be from their own selfish perspective like oh i like i'm a good cop or just trying to prove themselves to you they're missing the bigger picture of how it's systemic it's not this is not targeting you. This is targeting the system and how a lot of people are corrupt within that system. Right. Like there are people going back and forth, like all over social media that are like, Oh, like Latinos are never for black lives and blah, blah, blah. You think I'm taking that to heart because I know where I stand on the matter. I know that I'm an ally. I'm not about to be commenting on those posts to waste my energy when I can be using it somewhere else to educate someone. So let's, let's, let's dive into that right there because I really wanted to talk about that. So what where do you stand on that you know being an ally for the black lives matter movement being someone who is latino you know speaking up for our black brothers and sisters well i'm black and i will you know i live the black experience whether okay speak I on it Spanish or not, you know what i mean like i am a dark skinned dominican with coarse hair and, you know, a, a specific type of nose, a specific type of body, a specific type of, you know, the way I express myself. I know the ancestors are with me. I know I'm black and I'm proud of it. And it took me a long time to be proud of it. You know what I'm saying? What, yes. At first, you know, I, my grandma says it perfectly where, you know, she, her mother did not accept my grandfather. It was a whole civil rights movement within my, within DR and them being together. And then my great grandma being like, no daña la raza. Who's this black man coming into my house? Like, how dare you? You know what I'm saying? So then, you know, two generations being, being me, being, you know, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have arrived. And I mean, I mean, I appreciate those that accept themselves as Afro-Latino, if they are, those that know their relationship to Afro-Latinx, like whether it be, you know, my nose is a little bigger or my hair is a little bit textured or whatever the case may be. My grandfather is dark. Like I have a cousin who's light-skinned but has really, really, really curly hair and knows that her grandfather is dark, but knows that she lives a light-skinned experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's also like, what are we accepting? What are we identifying with? And how can we all be okay with that? I feel a lot of, like, I think I saw this really, yo, Dominicans are being put on the map in a really bad way right now, guys. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. like we are, there are people out there like, stop saying you're black. You you are not a molleto. You are not this. You are not that. How dare you? Like, yo, it's, it's been real disrespectful. From, from ally side, it's bad. Yeah, from my understanding, like this is how it's kind of always been on the on the mainland, like how it's always been between Haitians and Dominicans, how there's this separation, how Haitians are not allowed to go into DR, how DRs, you know, Dominicans are not allowed to go to Haiti and they get judged for it and they get ridiculed for it. So and I just never understood that aspect of it because I'm like, you're you're literally on the same island. Yeah, I think um, historically speaking, you know, DR didn't get its independence independence from Spain and DR got its independence from Haiti. Mm-hmm. So, so the history behind that is that there was a lot of, um, you know, just like angered and they saw the Dominicans were, were seeing blackness as, you know, something that was evil because of their history with the country, with Haiti. Yep. But I think now it's like you have no excuse to be that ignorant. 
Um, and there's so many resources. Like if you even Google are Dominicans black, like there's so much that has been said throughout the year. We were the first to be colonized that, by Cristobal Colon. Like, come but, on, bro. But the thing mm. is that I feel like everyone's being put on blast now because they're talking sideways, because they're being ignorant. But it's the the knowledge has been there all along. Like I wanted to show my students, I never got the opportunity to, um, this amazing documentary called Afro Latinos where it traces um, all of the diaspora, you know, and just like where the Africans went in to different Latin American countries and what they've left behind to now. And I think I didn't get an opportunity to, to do that because there was no room in the curriculum at any point. Yeah. And it's really difficult. But I think now it's like, okay, how do you teach people about their blackness and about their own self-hatred and about their own colorism that is stemming from DR and from that history when you were under freaking quarantine. So they have to Google and they have to go into the comments and see it for themselves. Like some, a lot of people are being exposed right now. A lot of people are being exposed and a lot of people are really showing their true colors and showing mm -hmm. how racism still exists within, you know, the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico as well. Like, we discriminate against our own kind, which doesn't make no fucking sense at all. It's actually disgusting to mm -hmm. see because it's like we're supposed to be one. We're supposed to, be, you know, Dominicans are proud to be Dominican. Puerto Ricans are super proud to be Puerto Ricans. And, you know, and here you are like, well, you know, this Puerto Rican's a little darker. She's from a different part of the island. We don't really fuck with those people. Right. But, you know, over here we got light skin and, you know, we got blonde hair. So we we cool over here. And it's like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I and don't get crazy. where this narrative is coming from. Yes, it's crazy. I feel like everybody's proud of where we are, but nobody knows where the fuck we came from. Okay, speak on it. Go ahead. <laughs> Dominican cuisine came from Africa, my dude. Go to Africa. Yes, Latino is in your diet, my dude. Like, come on, bro. Like, we have we have more Africa in DR than you know what I'm saying than I I ever knew, bro. When you go out there, like, we live the African experience and hate it at the same time. It's even, ridiculous. Even the like the cooking, yes, the food. But even the dance, even the music, even the yes, 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 bachata, like yo, reggaeton, reggaeton, bro, like it is the beats, the that doom, 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 doom. like mm -hmm. you go back down to just um, the, if you go back down to just reggae dance hall, mm. the originators of these styles that we have now that have been fused throughout the years and have became reggaeton and have became dembo, all of that comes from all of what was there before, what was given to us. People love to you know their asses, but people don't know how to how, you like know where is that? Where is that they want they, they, they want the rhythm, they don't want the blues. They love to, no, they love to twerk, but they don't understand the history behind the twerking, how twerking started why it's working maybe now is viewed is viewed it's as disgusting yeah. but you know when back with our ancestors that was a dance that they used to use if i if i remember correctly to shake off the spirits um they would twerk around the fire mm. you know what i'm saying so it's like what what are we doing i'm confused no, <laughs> is, is that it's it's amazing how much ignorance is in a generation where there's so much information literally at your so, yeah. 
Oh my literally God. at your But fingertips. I think it also goes to you know, it also goes alongside with our social media influence, you know. There's influencers who are not talking about these things. There are people who are literally, you know, on YouTube and they're Dominican and they don't talk about, you know, that aspect of things. They only talk about the lovely parts of being in being Dominican, being the Dominican Republic, as well as Puerto Ricans. They don't talk about those parts. Um, They don't take the time to educate themselves to then educate their viewers. And for the longest time, that's where the separation has been. It's like, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm Dominican, but it's like, you never hear any of them say, well, I'm black. You know, and I'm and I have Puerto Rican in me or I'm black and I have, you know, I was born in DR, but I'm black as well. So what do you guys think about that, about like people maybe maybe looking aesthetically black, but not identifying as black because they feel that that just doesn't make no sense to me. I mean, look at that baseball player, um, Sammy, Sammy Sammy Sosa. Sosa. Yeah. Yeah who was, you know, dark skin and is now lighter than, you know, the white wall that you're looking at. Like, it, it, it doesn't make no sense to me, the hate for the color of your skin in, you know, in Puerto Rico and in the Dominican Republic. It, those things don't make sense to me because it's like, how can you hate the way that you look? How can you hate the color that you are? Can I, can I comment on that? Go ahead. Yeah. Because I feel like I've definitely been there. And if yeah. You- hated myself for being darker i have a lot of light-skinned people in my family yeah I'm definitely like outed um and well, when I mean, I... There's, there's so many nicknames that you get like even down to your yeah. hair like um it, it, Green you are. yeah like <laughs> yes, my yeah. curly hair what you mean? my name was always prieta and when i was young yo if there was any activism that i ever did when i was like five six seven eight years old no me llamen prieta like I would not, I was like, do not call me that. Like, I am not, like, I feel outed. I feel different. I feel ugly. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I that's a diff- that's another conversation we need to have amongst people that are dark and that have, and I know that there are other people out there that are like, yo, I and didn't the col- Like the colorism within the culture, like light skin versus saying? dark skin, you know, like. Yeah. It's just why, it's, it's, it's crazy to me. Like when, so- when someone's like, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm not black. I'm, I'm Dominican. I'm not black. I'm Puerto Rican. And I'm like, but you, I always want to educate. And I'm like, you know what? It's but I okay. think what it is is with those people, they're like, yo, I'm not African-American. And I feel like black is linked with African-American. Yes. Right. Yes. I may be dark, but I'm Dominican. And I'm not like going to say that I'm black because I don't live that whole like my mom, my aunties came from Mississippi to come to Boston. And I don't I didn't live that experience. We come from Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. which is fine. But at the same time, it's like, my dude, you're dark. And like maybe it's not black that you want to identify with, but you need to identify with something African, my dude, because you are African in there. You're aesthetically African. And, and it's like it's like, like, you know, when you fill out the census and when you fill out these things, are you putting that you're white? Because there's not an option for you to say that you're Dominican, right? What are you putting in there? <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. they might be getting less tax. <laughs> they might be getting charged less on their taxes I because. Sammy, <laughs> <laughs> I will say Sammy Sosa is the reason why I will never use like whitening creams for like scars and things like that because I always, yeah. I always think of him. Always. You don't want to end up in that situation. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you know what? This could this could really go bad. 
but I think the media has a has a heavy influence on why people see things like that. We've all the media has always put lighter skinned people at the forefront. They've mm-hmm. always made European features be the beauty. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you go to PR, you know, I can only speak of PR because I've only been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my stepmother, she is the the whitest woman with blonde hair and green eyes. And she's full blown Puerto Rican. But you know, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with her about color. And I don't think I've ever, you know, she grew up in New York her whole life. But just to think of it now, like, how do you how I wonder what her views are on that? Because I wonder if she realizes, like, you still have some of that in you, you know? Right. So. It's it's just very interesting, like, especially working with kids. Like, you know, I've I've had some of my kids say, like, outlandish things to each other and I'm like whoa 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 like I've had kids cry to me because kids are telling them that they're too dark and I'm sitting there with them making sure that they know that their skin is beautiful that their big curly hair is gorgeous you know like and the, and even even like my 10 year olds my 10 11 year olds they're so like they are like the things that they're seeing because they have cell phones and they're watching like I have kids that watch bad girls club and all all those things and I'm just like no like no Oh my God, where's the Lauren Hill of this generation? We need it. We need it for them. We need it for them. I think too, what I've been doing these past few weeks is like, how do we give space to our youth to process, to be angry? To even even understand why they should be angry, even if they're not. Because a lot of these kids are probably like, well... I'm just going to go back to my video game. Or they're like, going to, you know. or, you know, like if, if a lot of my kids' parents, you know, like they don't speak English. So they're only watching, you know, um, Univision and Telemundo and, and they're in Telemundo and Univision. Those two, you know, uh, oh, they love Latin their only pro, like they're only showing the negative, the rioting, the looting, not but they're not that, talking but they about only... the reasoning behind it. They love to harp on the fact that, you know, everybody that rep- that is a representative on those um, TV stations are all light skin. Thank Latinos. you. Like they, 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 you'll, they'll find a new, a new news anchor and it's, you know, it's the same person that it was before, just with a darker hair color, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, this is ethnic. It's like what? It's ridiculous. Like there's still so much hate within the Latin community. So like I understand when I see posts, you know, um coming from from black people talking about, you know, Hispanics aren't down for us. Like I get it cuz I'm sure that they've overheard plenty com- plenty of conversations of people talking down to them or them talking like people talking crazy. Like I'm looking at my own timeline sitting here going on an unfriending and an unfollow spree because I'm just mm-hmm. like, yo, Y'all are that tone deaf? Like y'all are that stupid? Like I'm not even gonna argue with y'all. I'm just gonna remove you from my from from even being viewed because I don't even have the mental space to even want to educate you because you are spewing so much hatred based on the color of somebody's skin, and then the whole generalization of it is ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. it makes no sense to me. And like uh, to you know bring it to George Floyd and how people are bringing up all these things that he did in his past, like he was in a porno or whatever. Regardless of what the fuck he did to earn money, this guy died literally in front of our eyes for no fucking reason. At the time of his death, he did not commit a crime. Mm-hmm. And you're really trying to, and it just amazes me how society, and then it's, and it's Latinos that are like reposting it like, oh, this, this the motherfucker y'all riding for and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it amazes me how y'all would go to the end of the earth and back to figure out why you should discredit what's going on right now. You know what, 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 what 
black or well, white privileges to me right now in seeing that we are witnessing on tape the murder of this man and still have to prove that he was murdered my how do you dude ha- like, i don't understand how there's an investigation person? an investigation for what yo how an do we investigation an investigation on someone we caught on camera being like, killed are you kidding me? Like we have to see if this was done maliciously. It was. We have to see if he murdered he murdered him. We have to see what do we gotta see, bro? Now this is the, what how long is this case? We have gonna- to see if this was premeditated. We have to see if this, we have to see is the and I'm just like But if this was a white man Oh, we, it wouldn't even be a question. It wouldn't even be a question. Would have been solved. It like, wouldn't it wouldn't even have happened. Oh, come on, man. That would not have happened. Like, it just, it just, and then, oh my God, you want, guys, you want to know what, let's talk about the joys of what's going on right now. Okay. The amount of racists that are being exposed on social media and losing their jobs the very next day. Oh my God. Yeah. It brings my spirit so much joy. Like keep, <laughs> keep. <laughs> you know about the girl from Andover? Because saying all this shit, she was, she was, she's an, she, there was two of them. In the car with her mom, because saying yeah. the N word with the hard R. In the yeah. N word, one of them had like a, a coffee scrub, and she was like, "I look like a nigger." Like from Andover down the fucking street, my. But dude. honey, I mean, I, you drive, you drive through Andover, you drive through these neighborhoods, and you are automatically profiled. You're automatically oh, being looked at. Um, you know, especially you know those of us who do drive Hondas and drive the lower class cars. But that's because what that's what we can afford. We go through these neighborhoods and police are automatically looking at you like, oh, what are you what are you about to do? And you're like, I'm just trying to get Starbucks like everyone else. Right. Like, I'm not here to do anything at all. Right. And it's just and it's crazy to me. Like, again, that's but, funny. And then like people that are like college students that are getting like they started a George Floyd challenge where them and their friends take a picture of them. Okay, one yeah, on the floor. <laughs> on the neck and i'm like yo the disgust the disgust when you see those images but yo i'm telling you yo the internet is undefeated they're going to work right now these kids are getting their college scholarships taken from them and their their acceptance letters rescinded like the colleges are like these people have no association with our school they've never even been on this campus we do not condone that behavior and i think you know places like andover we have to like there is racism still alive in Andover. I've experienced it oh, firsthand. Oh my god! Like, I, have to, mad- I have to go to like events. I remember one people, and the the things that they say is ridiculous. Try to buy a house in Andover, y'all. Go ahead. No, I I remember <laughs> one time, one time uh, leaving work, you know, and I was with my friend Michela, and shout out Michela, and she like parked in someone's parking spot for the dentist's office, and this you know this hispanic woman came out and was like your people should not be parking in our parking spot uh, ooh, there's anything ooh, that you're uh, we both were there like the two girls from baps <laughs> we were like excuse me and you know i was just like what are you talking about your people honey you come from the same boat we fucking came from don't forget that because you live in a good neighborhood now and you're fucking the white man that you think you're good now and you're taking off of that because that's not the situation at all you know and michelle was just like going at it like yo who are you talking to you know and then when we become 
when we become aggressive, when we come, when we become combative, it's wanna... like, oh, what? how dare you? Nope. You should have just complied. The voice, and that's the supremacy, y'all. That's the Karen voice. <laughs> us in our place so that they can continue to rise in their place and not yeah. continue. To I, and I pulled, and I pulled out my camera. I recorded it, and this was. I mean, this, we're talking about 2016. I mean, it's not too long ago. But I pulled down my camera because I was like, I what I don't want to happen is exactly what they're going to try to do. Call the cops, do some bullshit, and be like, you but know. But you know what's sad, though? Even though people are calling the cops, even though you have the 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 proof that she was, you know, bothering you, they for some reason, you'll still end up getting your ass thrown by in, in the back of the car. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. Like, who do you, like who are who do we call now? And that's a great question. And, that, who and I do think we that call that, now? That that's also a conversation of like, what does it mean to defund the police? Exactly. What does it mean to resource ourselves and shift ourselves? If they go, if they get this much money and they're still this shitty, just take the money and put it somewhere else. Like, fuck it. Like, it it, it just it it blows my mind. I just can't even. Fathom, like I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that we really gotta, we're really having a debate on why racism should end. <laughs> like, right? Yo, what? With a what? president that that calls all the rioters fucking dumbasses and fucking and thugs and whatever. Fucking, you heard? Like I'm. But oh. everybody, but all the, but all the white men and women that pulled up to the state house with AK-47s, they they were exercising their rights oh, as Americans. Girl, girl. Ooh, All because they wanted to get massages and go back to work. Are you fucking? Yo, can I give a shout out to somebody? Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Ava Duvernay. Yo. Okay. Can we, can we just thank her for putting Salma on um iTunes and Amazon? If y'all haven't watched it, Amazon, Amazon and iTunes are supporting a free rental for Salma, and we watched it last night. And honestly, y'all like. The shit that I'm watching it today, I'm watching it today. We have to. It's it's it like we and then it also like I wasn't gonna That's, vote to be honest. I wasn't. I was not gonna vote. Y'all, like, talk about it. Like who am I? And then I saw this movie and I'm like, yo, my I have a duty to vote mm-hmm. whether I like it or not because the like I just think she just pictured it perfectly. Um, where I think it was Oprah who played one of the characters. And she was just literally the way she was denied of her right to vote and and questioned and challenged in this way of like, do you know, you know, what is the word, babe, that they used in the movie? Oh, they just had her go through so, like so many different questionnaires. Um, and one of them was like, uh, I can't remember um, how many, like, I don't even remember. They just made it really difficult for her. Just yeah. vote. They were like, well, you have to know this and this and this and that. And this and this and that in order to actually even apply for this for this voting situation. The fact that you could get denied too. Um, the, the your right to vote. Yeah. So it's like I definitely encourage you know all of our like we have I mean there's a team out here trying to trying to better at least at least Lawrence. I'm worried about Lawrence right now. I'm worried about Massachusetts right now. I'm definitely Ooh. worried about the the country and the world. But I feel like my. Well, you have to worry about your community first, you know, because it's going to affect it's going to affect everyone around us. We have the most control in our community. And it's like, I'm so happy that we're being, you know, I mean, I hate using the word woke, but we're being woken up or awakening to this new consciousness of like, oh, you know, black people 
okay, maybe I'm black now. Like, wait, what if I was in a, what if I was in a situation with a cop? How would that look like? Actually, I am scared when I, when, when cops be coming yep. through, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, like, I mean, I've had my fair share with, with cops in New Hampshire, like the oh, way that they, I was just going to say that. When are we going to have space to talk about how uncomfortable we feel to go to Walmart in fucking New Hampshire? Salem, Yo, I mean, I've <laughs> been, I've been pulled over two times in New Hampshire. Oh you know, God. both by, by two white cops, one that mocked me and like spoke to me like with an accent, like fucking with me. And I was like, wait, what? Holy shit. Like I, my bad, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? And, it, and that, that was, I was like floored. I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on Those here? New Hampshire pigs do not give any fucks. I'm telling you, they do not give any fucks whatsoever when it comes to pulling anyone over mm-hmm. especially someone of color or someone with a hispanic Mind you, last i was speeding like nothing like that mm. man that man i was like oh why am I, can i ask why i'm being pulled over he was like oh you switch lanes too fast and i was like what 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 i'm like whatever the second time i had all my white friends in the car and it took for my white male friend to speak for me because i was so shook that you i didn't know what to say he had to speak, yo, he dead had to speak for me. And he told and all because I forgot to put my headlights on because the street we were on was like very, was bright. So I didn't even think about it. Mind you, I was sober. I was picking up my friends that went out. So mm-hmm. I was going out to get them and I had like stopped to wait because they were taking forever. I was just sitting there waiting. I like, I was like, oh, I might as well shut my car off. Let me not sit here and waste gas. And they got in my car. I didn't, I turned it on. I just kept going, forgetting them. I, I don't even know. I just... I forgot to turn my lights on because they're not automatic. Start driving. I see cops behind me. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And I was shook. Like, my friends were like, yo, Nina, just breathe. Because they already knew I had my fair share of incidences with them for dumb shit. Like, being followed in stores and stuff like that. And, I, like, I'm, they know how I feel about the cops. So, like, they knew. Like, I went pale. Like, I could not form a sentence. Nothing. And my boy had to, In the back seat. Yo, this man, the cop, listened to homeboy from the back seat. Talking about... We're just going to turn onto this street. She lives, gave him my address and everything. We live right here on this street. We're just going home. She's actually our, our, you know, our DD. She's picking us up, bringing us home. And he was like, well, then he looked at me. Why don't you have your lights on? And I was like, honestly, sir, like, I didn't even realize it. I'm so sorry. I put them on. And then like, he was giving me ill attitude. But when he was talking to my boy, it was like, they were boys. I was like, what the fuck? So I looked at my friends and I was like, y'all witnessed that, right? Understand just, that Adam was comfortable enough to talk to the officer with an attitude, and I had to bitch up. Mm-hmm. And they were just I, like, "Holy shit!" Like we got back into the apartment, and all of them were like, "Wow." And I was, and like I remember saying to them, "Like, yo, like imagine, imagine what a black man would have felt like, or a black woman." Yeah. I mean, we still live the, the people of color experience. I feel like as far okay, there's black people, and then there's Latin, like Latin. I mean, Latinx, if you want to use that, you know. No, no, no. We don't use Latinx. No, but no. Latino, Latino, <laughs> whatever you want to use, you know what I'm saying? I, I know people in more academic spaces use that Latinx term. Cool, whatever. That's, that's cool with you. But if, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, they still see us as this, like, monstrous, like, people of color are, you know, unethical, unethical, like, all this other shit. Like, you de- you definitely have the ex- experience, mama, like, in terms of, like, you being Puerto Rican and right. being very obviously Puerto Rican. Like, when I mm. see you, I see a, a, a beautiful person. Oh, thank color. you. You do not look like no white girl out here. You're not getting away with with all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I mean, so, when I on the on my college campus, everybody was like, "Are you mixed?" And I didn't even know what the hell that meant. I was like, "With what?" <laughs> like that was really? my response. With what? They're like black and white, right? And I was like, mm, I'm Puerto Somewhere Rican. The, the thing is, is that when people would ask me like, "Oh, are you black?" Like even the black girls would be like, "Are you black?" And I'm like. I'm sure somewhere in my roots I am. Like I never denied that it was there. Right. I just identify as Latina. Puerto Rican. Yeah. Puerto Rican. You know no, what I'm saying? Enough. So like it was never me being like, oh my God, no, I'm not black. Like it was never that. I was never that. It was always, I'm pretty sure my ancestors at some point that's that was in the mix. I'm sure my DNA is there. But mm-hmm. so I, like all my life, I categorize myself as Latina. That's it. I never, I never thought that we'd come to this day where you really had to spell it out for people, mm-hmm. like where you had to pick it apart. Because I know, like when I lived in Connecticut, um, a lot of people denied, you know, me being black. They were like, "Oh, you're not black. You're not black." So then I started believing that because I was, I was told I was like, "You know what? You're not one of us," and they wanted to separate that. That whole like, black oh, okay. and brown, and then like, the Afro, and mm-hmm. then um, the Afro Latinos, that word kept just kept popping up, popping up, and there was like a movement behind it. And I remember that that got a lot of shit too. Like, what do you mean you're Afro Latina? That's not a thing, right? Yeah. You're Latina. So I feel like now, you know, having to have all this knowledge and and having people just act so wild. Like there was that video of of um, this guy going in saying, you know, you're not black. Stop saying that. Um, I was really thrown off by that. I was like, wow, you're really, you know. He looked like Trujillo's out. ancestors. I swear to God. Like Trujillo's, <laughs> Trujillo's, like, Tataranito type shit, my dude. Like, I, I was like, who the heck is this dude? Like, Matt, <laughs> you're not fucking black. I'm like, yes, I am. But you have to put <laughs> yep, people down and give them, like, a, a hardcore, like, a history lesson in two minutes. And that's really hard to do when you're in those heated comments right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, but what do you guys think about these businesses that get boarding up and shit? I was really I, was- I am not I was I was taken back by it cuz I was like, you know, in New York, you're used to seeing things like that, but when I, like I I've never seen that here. Pollo Centro was locked up. Yo, they were like yeah. and somebody spray painted Black Lives Matter on it. Yeah, I was like I, I I was shocked because I'm like, why is it even all the way up here? But then... No, it was um, in Salem, New Hampshire. They boarded it up as well. Yeah, because... The, I'm I like, guess did you really different... think that we were about to walk all the way up to well, New Hampshire? Y'all thought girl, that? Yesterday, yesterday, I was at the Beacons, and my friend was telling me how they were lighting up dumpsters the day of the protest in Lawrence, the Friday. Um, they were lighting up the dumpsters in support of those protests. That don't make no sense. I like, was I like, went to Dunkin' who, Donuts today and I wanted who to came croissant. over here from I the protest? Lighted, a Beacon's dumpster lighting up since the night. The, since the movies, <laughs> I was like, who came over here the from amount, that protest and did that? Because I want to slap places them. that are like blaming what they're doing right now on the protest. Guys, I went to Dunkin' Donuts this morning just to get like a croissant and a coffee. And they were like, oh, we don't have any this. Like uh, they rattled off a list of things they didn't have. And I was like, oh, okay. Like whatever. It's probably Sunday. You guys are going to re-up. And he was like, no, it's because of the protests. And I'm like, 
The protests aren't even happening in South Lawrence. What the fuck do you mean you're out of bagels because of the protests? But this just goes to show you how how unprepared this city is for a lot of things and how they're trying to they're trying to seem like they're prepared. But in reality, you're feeding into the media hype that they're putting Mm -hmm. behind these protests and these movements when in reality it doesn't need to be like that as we saw on friday you know say what anybody has to say and this is why i posted the video that i posted on sofrito speaks page with the caption that i did like they will say that we were rowdy they will say that you know we called out the mayor which is something that i want to talk about they will say all these things but what they won't say is how peaceful we were how we all stood there for eight minutes not even one cell phone went off Mm. in those eight minutes which i was shocked Mm. and everyone just stood there you know with their signs with their fists up with their heads down um praying you know whatever the case may be recording on their phones but it was silence Mm. and i was taken back by that because i never thought i would see that in my city that was my favorite part of the protest was that moment of silence and i want people to understand like we took that was the amount of time right it took for for george floyd for george floyd yeah um, was it eight minutes and like thirty? Eight seconds? minutes and forty six seconds. Forty seconds. Um, um, that was that was, gorgeous. that was a beautiful moment for sure. But I do want to go back to when we called out the mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, did, were you guys all there for that? Yeah, I I did because that was so far in the back, so I did hear. Um, that moment to me felt like you know in the movies when the one girl walks into the gym and everyone looks at her like (laughs) i felt like i heard everyone's head go swoosh and look right over at him and he just stood there oh yeah he just stood there and i was like I don't know how to receive this i'm kind of like yeah let's let's confront him but then at the same time i kind of feel bad because I can see how this can be a traumatizing moment for this man because, like, if it thing on Sunday, uh, all lives matter today. Sunday. Well, according to the DM, because we re- so we received a couple DMs about that. So, according to the DMs that we received, this is not an all lives matter movement. We have our information wrong. We are reporting false news, which I was like, okay, whatever. Um, this <laughs> is. Something that's been organized by the city so it could be a peaceful protest for those in the city. And they were like, why are you guys supporting Black uh, Black, La- Black Lawrence is what it's called, right? No, it's just Black. And oh, it's, Black. Why- it's Black Lawrence Activist Collective. So why are you guys supporting Black? Um, nobody knows who's organized it. Don't you think that's pretty scary? What if you show up there and, you know, a riot happens or a, a bomb goes off? And I'm like... What if you show up to the peaceful protest and a riot happened and a bomb? Sh- like, there is no different. There is not like the peaceful protest. There's metal detectors and there's there's cops patting you down to walk in. It's the same amount of freedom that we're having when we go to our protest. Um, you know, and you're. It just didn't make sense to me why there was two protests happening, and you know today's protest, no matter how peaceful it was. It is kind of just like seeing those people go to that. Like you don't really, you don't really want change. What you want is you know change within the limitations. Order. That's what they want. Yeah, like you just want to see a little bit of change. I like mean- I feel like if you're gonna protest and you're gonna ride and you're gonna do this, then you need to go balls to the wall because how do you create change? You affect them where it fucking hurts. Mm-hmm. Because clearly, when we speak, they don't fucking listen. They don't give a fuck. 
I think that's you know? I see, and especially Thelma just reinforced that to me. Like marches are so powerful oh, yeah. because you are stopping just the daily routines of things. Like people have to stop and look at you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have to acknowledge it. Disturb the peace. Yeah. Because and and look at the you know the protests that are happening everywhere else. Like people are marching from hundred for hundreds of blocks and and you know you don't have to yeah you don't have to loop. But if it happens, it fucking happens because. Like I just said, when we speak, they don't listen. They don't care. So we have to do what we have to do to get our voices heard. And if looting is the way to go, I'm sorry, but looting is the way to go. Like, and I mean, I love the way that Sama talks about like the drama that kind of has to occur when we have to make noise and 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 give. Look a- at all the change that has already came. You know. You know. We haven't gotten far, but we're getting somewhere because of the whole United States is rioting right now. Everywhere you go, there is a riot. There is a protest. There is something happening because they want justice. People want justice. We're tired of the bullshit. Mm -hmm. And until you stop eating from these people's fucking hands, until you start to understand that you are just the goat in the field, you are not the farmer, then you will never get what you want. You know, you want to have a peaceful protest today because it's organized by the mayor and the Lawrence Police Department. I'm confused. The mayor was at our protest. The the Lawrence Police Department was there. Salem Police Department was at our protest. Andover Police Department was at our protest. Was it not peaceful? Right. (laughs) So it just, it doesn't make no sense to me. And that's why they're labeling it like all lives matter and this and that. And that all lives matter bullshit. Yes, all lives do matter. But you know what? Black lives are the only ones being affected. Black lives are the only ones hit with police brutality. So fuck your all lives matter bullshit and sit your ass back down. White people know damn well if it was their kid that was being killed, they would move heaven and fucking earth. So fuck the bullshit. Right. Oh, okay, y'all. Yep. Oh, you got no, you got (laughs) something to say? Somebody said something about like, like all lives matter. I guess there's like a meme going on, you know, on social media saying like, this is all, this is similar to all lives matter. And it's like somebody with a broken leg or something. And they're like, oh my God, my leg hurts. Somebody's trying to help them. And then somebody else is like, what about my leg? What about, yeah, what about my leg? What about my leg? The amount of memes that have come out of this, like there was someone that has said like, well, one, Address, like let's just address how is it that it's 9-11 never forget but it's get over slavery how is it that how is it that we went to another country in the middle east we looted we put you know we throw we threw bombs we threw tear gas we killed people left and right for 9-11 but when it's done here for our own fucking rights it's a problem wow. you know what i'm saying i just don't get why white people think that by treating black people equally they lose it don't make no sense and i saw a post that was like you know someone had put like when 9 11 comes around i'm gonna wear a shirt that says all buildings matter i hollered <laughs> and that, uh, that other meme that i posted like blue that person that was like blue lives matter too and it's like no the fuck it doesn't that's a fucking uniform that you put on you are not blue your blue life doesn't matter that's a uniform that you put on and if you are not following the rules and you are that bad apple you deserve all the punishment that's coming your way yep. point blank and period speak on it yeah mm. can i ask you guys like what are y'all doing to take care of yourselves during this time because I feel like I'm so angry every day 
that it's so hard for me to just kind of be present in and in, 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 in that feeling of it's okay to be angry, but I also have to remember to breathe and eat and shit. And I, I wake up like every morning with a heavy heart. Like I just, I'm like, how can I do more? Like what, who do I contact? Like, I don't want to just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm reading books and I'm watching documentaries. Like, I don't want to just do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been knew that this was an issue in this country. I want to leave the documentaries and the books to the white people. Like y'all do that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Job. Like, how do I, I want to, you know, put lace up my boots and put them on the ground and let's, you know, let's get to work. So it's just like, yeah, I, I, w- I wake up with a heavy heart and I'm, and like, I want, I was telling Rue earlier, I'm like, yo, like I want to disconnect so bad, but I also want to stay connected. So it's like battling that. When do I get yeah. off of my phone? You know, like, I think that's a common, that's a common thing that I've been hearing from people is like, you know, I want to get off social media. I don't want to be on it. I don't want to see it anymore. But at the same time, I need to share this information. I need mm-hmm. to, put people on and I also need to see who else is putting this information out there because silence like your silence is like killing us like you want to be an ally but you're not reposting anything you want to be you know down for the cause but when it comes to social media why aren't you putting your white people on white people can I I talk about allies and how Mm -hmm. we need to people white people that are like i'm an ally need to stop saying i'm an ally that's like somebody walking into your door and opening the fridge like my dude i didn't invite you to my house you didn't even fucking knock period yeah, yeah. You know what i'm saying like, you don't need to announce it you need your actions your actions yep. to just show for it like that's yep. just that and i i feel like these past two weeks you know i i've spent a lot of times throughout my day crying i'm not gonna lie like it's fucking sad to see what's going on in this fucking country that we live in, that I can leave my house right now and I'll get pulled over and I can be in that same situation as all these other beautiful people who have passed away from their innocence over a traffic stop, over a fucking blinker, whatever the case may be, you have to be on high alert. You have to be, you know, I've been looking at cops a little bit differently. Like well, I'm like, yo, ass. that shit could happen in Lawrence. Like I, I'm. And I'm pretty like, fucking oh. sure nobody thought that a gas explosion was gonna happen, and yet here we are, two years later, still recovering. Like, and I, I, you I, never I try know. to tell people, like you, you know, you maybe don't see it. You maybe don't, you know, you don't. You know, it hasn't happened to you, but if you do get pulled over by a white racist prick, I guarantee you in that moment, you're going to remember this conversation. Mm -hmm. Even if you do get, like, get pulled over by a brown cop, like, that brown cop is systemically, like, controlled by what, like, You are not wrong, sister. You know what I'm saying? You are not wrong. White man is speaking. The black, the black, black cop, that brown cop, they may not be speaking anymore. It might be his, you know, white boss or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And you know my, you know... I've been in, in situations like at the grocery store or or at Target or whatever where I hear conversations going on around me and because I'm not that dark of my skin is not that dark or I'm wearing a sweater, you know, they don't realize that I'm standing there listening. But people people are just 
being racist right in front of your fucking face. They don't even, they're not even trying to hide that shit no more. You know, people are just like, well, you know, to be honest, I just don't understand what's going on, Karen. Like if they would just comply, like, yeah, black lives matter. Yeah. Okay. Listen to the cops. How many fucking videos have we watched where people are, are listening hands, hands up in the air and asking like, why did you pull me over? And like cops are like aggravated that these people are asking like what's like what you explain to me what's going on and then that's when they use excessive force like it is mind-boggling that motherfuckers could really still sit there and say well just comply just comply we've seen every single black man and woman die at the hand of cops at the hands of cops complying what uh what more what more can they do that shit will still kill us bro let me know karen go ahead since you since you have the answers to everything let me know what what can they do I, and the rise of Karening ha- that has been happening is oh also God, just like cr- mind boggling. Yo, <laughs> I don't mean to, I don't mean to laugh, but I just see it, and I'm like, I just don't understand how these white women are so fucking mad when you don't do jack shit all day besides get drunk off wine, pop your pills, and watch your kids. Shut your ass up. That's what you need to do. It's ridiculous. I'm telling you, Trump got into office. And it's crazy to me how Trump is like mad sexist. He gets into office and then all these white women now have balls. I'm like, wait a minute. This this is so ass backwards. This don't make no sense. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. How are you guys uh, dealing with all of this? Ooh. I guess we should have started the whole interview with that question. Yo, dead ass. <laughs> we was as just we, ready to dive in. To the end, we're like, how are you guys dealing no, I with all of this? comfortable to talk about it that we literally just dived in like <laughs> i well it was it was a conversation that needed to be had absolutely absolutely um a part of me is trying to take part in like sleeping hygiene i guess this is something my therapist taught me where it's like you put your phone away like an hour before you go to sleep or two hours before you go to sleep i have been so you trying can to decompress to decompress and also like it's really difficult to like wake up especially when your phone is your alarm clock and it's like all right i'm gonna go from my alarm clock to like instagram or to this article or to this it's very quick in the morning for me to do that you know what i'm saying but i I could advise for myself and anybody you know listening to listening to us right now it's like we really need to just kind of be present within ourselves and seek within um and how you know we're going to um, make change within ourselves to then make change for our communities and make change, you know, for the injustices that are happening right now. Yeah. Um, and breathing. Like, if we can just breathe three breaths and, like, imagine, like, a, a golden light just, like, coming from your brain and just hitting all the, like, whatever you can do to to, 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 to ground yourself right now. Yeah. I don't want us to forget that, you know, there is a huge power in peace. And and yes, yes, I, I, I agree with the looters. Give me the loop. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I also don't want this, like our history books to narrate this ugly um, story that happened. Like if we can narrate it ourselves mm. with the documents that we are possessing, with the, the videos that we are possessing, the protests that we're going to um and and hopefully, like I'm just thinking about the future and my kids and what what I'm gonna be saying to them and my grandkids. Yep. You know what I mean, yep. so mm-hmm. I definitely want to be on the side of like I had my shit together f- at least for a little bit. At least when I when I was in my own, um, I th- I lost my shit in front of the cops <laughs> or I lost <laughs> my shit, you know, whatever. But at the same time, like like when what I want us as people of color to have as much control of ourselves as we can. And not let these people 
like take control of our freedom or of our freedom to of joy and our freedom to be to be great and to be happy and, and you know what i'm saying and i think what one thing about white people is like they're just scared of the competition because how great are we my right dude? Like, how amazing are we like that's what they're really scared of that's that white supremacist like let them stay in their places they want us to stay in our place so that we can't rise but we will rise we will always rise yes you know mm. Mm-hmm. what are y'all doing what are you doing juju um well i mean the way that the protest um kind of ended for me was like really abrupt it was like right it wasn't it just like dispersed i think the word was they were like what? yeah it was kind of like okay go home yeah it, <laughs> once i heard that they were like dispersed and i was like okay okay let me walk we're done that's it that that was it um like there wasn't any closing um, statements, but I will say that yesterday was the first time that I was able to, even though it was um, Selva, um, I was able to watch something. I have been away for, I think about four, four days or since like the news just kind of blew up with the protests. I wasn't able to watch anything. You know, I was kind of like, what's yeah. the point? I was very disheartened. Um but right now I'm picking back up with like my hobbies. I draw a lot of um, cartoons and I'm just gearing up for the school, That's good. school year to end. I'm doing, I'm putting together materials for like English teachers. So that's a fun thing to do because I just go online and look for cool stuff that teachers could use, you know, with their lesson plans and with their students in the classroom. Um, and I, I'm starting school, you know, at the end of at the end of the month and I'll be graduating this summer so okay yes. 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 okay just trying to look for look for the the big things that are coming good good what are you all on? right so i'm gonna go ahead and close the caldero this week's you know topic was very heavy we had a lot to say i want to thank you guys for coming on obviously and chiming in to dissect and discuss <laughs> we're gonna head over to our next section which is a reposar. All right, everybody, this is the last section of the show. What a powerful show. Right. <laughs> what a great conversation. This got to be a two-parter. You heard? Man. Yeah, this definitely needs its own uh, Sofrito Speaks series. Yo, dead of- <laughs> ass. Oh, my God. Y'all. y'all are so fun. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. We love having you guys. We were, like You guys were like the first people we thought of. We were like, yo, who are we going to talk to about oh, this? Right. I was like, hit them up. I'm going to hit them up. I'm going to see you know what's popping. Because... Like, we want to have people from our community come on here and talk. And y'all, y'all not afraid to hold back. Y'all just like us. Y'all hold it down, yo. Y'all don't disappoint. So, oh, I love them. <laughs> let's go ahead and start off with some affirmations or any quotes that you resonate with that you want to share with everybody. If anybody wants to start off while I search for mine, because I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can go first. I have one. Um, I'm part of the Dominican Writers Association's Writer Salon. Okay, you better come through with the title. Okay. Yes, and it's an amazing organization. I love Dominican writers. Oh, my God. They're 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 stationed in New York, by the way. Yeah, yeah. they're in New York. Um, Definitely follow them on Instagram. 
I'll send it to you guys. I seen, yeah, I seen their their page. I'm gonna follow them right now. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, and they hold writing spaces on Saturdays and Sundays. And I every Saturday and every Sunday I'm with them. Um, and the time that I spend there really helps me with my own writing, but also gives me a community that I can vent to and I could feel heard and validated. Mm. Um, and the quote that I have is um, from Toni Morrison. And it is, there is no time for despair, no place for self-pity, no need for silence, no room for fear. We speak, we write, we do language. That is how civilizations heal. Mm. Wow. You better speak on it. Mm. I guess I have one too, or two. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I definitely want to quote, and I guess it's it's an exhausted quote from Martin Luther King, um, where he says, um, "Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere." Um, mm. By saying, like, yes, continue to fight um, for all of the injustices that are definitely going on, and don't forget that it's not just Black lives that matter, but all Black lives matter. So yes. that includes queer lives, that includes women, that Trans, includes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Whatever body type, whatever, what you know what I mean? Like, I want everybody to understand that all of us matter. All of us are beautiful. All of us are different in our magical ways. But also, and I, I also want to encourage that anger and encourage that energy, but also encourage a we shall overcome. Because I promise you that this energy, if we continue, will will have results and we will have yes. you know what I'm saying? Like a like a like maybe not an end result in our lifetime, but I just can't wait for But there will lifetime. be a result nonetheless. Right. I wanna have a benefit. I want my grandchildren to have a benefit to everything that we're going through right now. Like, <clears throat> oh my God, if my grandparents didn't fight for me, like I would have been stopped by the cops for no reason. Like I need that language to be said, you know, in twenty 20- 35 or 2040 you know what i'm saying let's so, go yes let's go 2035 you're only gonna be like 40 yeah, yeah i'm like 2050 you know hopefully my 2060 baby 2060 um I'm going to say true freedom is on the other side of fear. Mm. And um, I found this right now. I'm not going to lie, but it is something that I've been thinking about because I'm starting to notice a lot of people, you know, the first few days of the Black Lives Matter marches, they were, you know, they were there, they were supporting, they were everything. And, And don't let don't let everything that's happening now, don't let that die down. Don't start thinking I'm tired. I don't want to do it. I don't mm-hmm. keep fighting, keep showing up because at the end of this, like that's where our true freedom, that's where it is. That's where it lives. That's where it's going to be because right now, you know, they sold us for so many years. You know, you guys, we live in the, the land of the free. It ain't that free. It ain't free for everybody. <laughs> it ain't free for everybody. It don't look the same for everybody. And we all have to keep fighting um, not each other, but we got to keep fighting those against us. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because it's those against us that have kept us at the bottom for so fucking long. And it's time that we fucking speak up and we rise. Mm. Let's get so, it. Yeah. Go what ahead. about your needs? You know, I'm going to just Look say- at me something educated this week. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, mi gente, treat yourself with compassion. Understand that we're not going to have all the answers today. We're not going to have all the answers tomorrow. And it's okay to feel what you're feeling and give yourself the time to feel what it is that you have to feel, whether it's sadness, anger, you know, and 
bask in the joy of the little moments that you can take from what's going on right now. Um, mm-hmm. Cause again, there's so much hatred that we're being exposed to um, along with racism, police brutality. Um, just understand that you too are a person, you too are human and you're going to feel things, but treat yourself nicely in that space. Treat yourself. Yeah. Be compassionate to yourself. Um, there is going to be an end. We don't know when that end is going to happen. But we're just getting started. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, any shout outs anybody wants to give? Uh, shout out to I y'all bet- for being on the episode. <laughs> right. Shout I was about to y'all for having us. Um, can we shout out all the class of 2020 right now? Yes. Shout out class of 2020. Yes. LHS, anybody in Lawrence that Go has ahead, young minds. from Ooh. high school, college, masses. Doctorate, all of that. We love you. Go the fuck off. Yo, like, come on. I want to shout out Black uh, for putting that organ that oh, protest yes. together. They did really good with that. Like we said, we had our opinions, but we are very respectful of the fact that they did put that together in 24 hours, and the outcome, in my opinion, was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, and I also want to shout out to all, of course, all the Sofrito Speaks listeners because without you, we would never hit three thousand plays, and we yes. would never continue to keep rising. Uh, also, shout out to the Win Podcast, who Nina and I were able to do a Zoom interview with them on Tuesday, on Tuesday or Wednesday of last yeah. week. It should be coming out this week. You should be seeing it on our, on our IG story. We spoke really highly of our city because our city is high up there. Um, and we spoke about our journeys throughout podcasting. And yeah, it was a really good time. So shout out to them for bringing us on. And I do want to announce that any Sofrito Speaks merchandise that you buy from here until July 1st, all proceeds will go to the Black Lives Matter fund Mm. so cop your t-shirts cop that little pillow that we got (laughs) Um, the the delivery might take a little a little bit of time because um we still are dealing with covid so you know you could you know wait up to a month until you see your your item but we see your purchase right away and we're sending all the money that we receive over to the black lives matter fund Mm -hmm. whether it's ten dollars twenty dollars whatever it is we're sending it over so, yeah, my name is Rosales, and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente. Bye, everyone. Juju here. Janaris here. Jan Jan. Thank you for having us. Sofrito Speaks. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.